The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Today on Top of the Stretch, we feature Barry Vicroy, the announcer at Miami Valley, Scioto Downs, and Hollywood Dayton. Barry graduated from Valley View High School in Germantown, Ohio in 1989. And after a few stints at area colleges, he found it wasn't for him so he devoted himself to a promising baseball career that led to his induction into the Dayton Amateur Baseball Association in 2004. All along, furthering his love for harness racing, working as a caretaker for Sam Coven, Rick Heitman, Mark Gillenwater, and Virgil Morgan. Barry even had his own operation for a time, training from four to seven head, and even driving a few. The 49-year-old resident of Circleville, Ohio, began his announcing career at Sida Downs in 2007 and added Miami Valley and Hollywood Dayton in 2014. The traveling man of announcers usually records from 35 to 40,000 miles per year, traveling day in, and day out. Barry Vicroy, announcer of the trifecta, Hollywood Dayton, Miami Valley, the Scioto Downs. You didn't start out to be an announcer though, did you Barry? No, I thought I was going to be a baseball player, but uh, that didn't work out. I ended up getting hurt and then uh, uh, actually started actually on the backside of the horse business, grooming and training and uh, Found a way to uh, uh, finance my endeavors through uh, DJing in nightclubs. So, and then I was lucky enough to land an announcing job, and here I am. Somebody told me in the paddock, they actually had to drag you almost to the announcer's booth at Scioto to call a qualifying race. Yeah, I used to do uh, do impersonations of the announcers, and even when I was little, I would run around and I would imitate don houston at lebanon and they're all behind the gate and here they come and uh people kept saying you should you should do that you should do that and i said well that's a lot different than doing a 10 second impersonation than trying to do a whole race and uh, they had set it up and i couldn't figure out why we were going to leave lebanon to go up and watch qualifiers because we never did that we got to go up and watch qualifiers this day we got to go and then turns out that they had it set up that uh, i was going to do announce the qualifiers which i of course totally unprepared for that I got a feeling, though, that you're glad that they made you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I think, with uh, my ability as a driver and even as a trainer, that this was the best way for me to stay in the horse business and stay in contact with everybody. I saw a picture the other day of you and the sulky, and I think you made the right choice. Yeah, I don't, they don't make sulkies for guys my size. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually made for smaller people. If you hadn't have gone the route of being an announcer – what would you be doing today? Well, you know, I went through a couple of different jobs, as, as some people do when they're trying to figure out what they want to do for a living. And, and I finally, I came to, uh, there was a point where I just said, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to be in the horse business. If I have to be in a, if I have to be a groom and live in a tack room and, you know, do, do without many things, I'm going to be in the horse business because 
you know, these, the, the horses are, these are amazing. It's an amazing, amazing group of people that you work with and the horses. I, I you know, I just, I just made that decision that if I had to live, live in a tack room and, and be a groom and make a hundred dollars a week, that's what I was going to do. You worked with Virgil Morgan, any other trainers? Well, I started with Sam and Mary Coven and they, they got my feet wet and got the, got me the basics, the basic knowledge so that I didn't get myself hurt. And then one summer, uh, a friend of ours was working for Rick Heitman and just quit him with no warning and left him with 10 horses in the middle of the summer heat. And so I moved over and went to work for Rick and I worked for him on and off for like 10 years. And to, and then, uh, somewhere in the middle there, I had my own stable for about four or five years. And then, uh, then the announcing gig came up and and uh, when I first started it was just Scioto the five months in the summertime so in the winter I had to find something to do so that's when I went to work for Virgil. You work year-round theoretically uh, well you got about what a week off between meets? Well not even that sometimes because Scioto ended on a Saturday this year and on Monday we started at Dayton mm -hmm. so sometimes we just move right before but at the end of the year I think I think this year our last day here at Dayton is the 28th and then I think we start like the fourth, so I may have I may have a week. That's usually my week off. That and Delaware week are my two weeks off. You love it? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I, you know, I used to sit when I was still grooming. I used to sit on the backstretch at Scioto Downs and watch the horses. And at the time, Steve Cross was the announcer there, and I could hear his voice coming through. And I would sit there, and I was by myself. And I used to sit and think this would be so cool to be the announcer at Scioto Downs. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, everybody has, no matter what you do, everybody has tough days. But whenever I have a tough day, I just sit back and go, how tough is it? This is you. I got what I wanted. I got what I asked for. What more could I want? Major hockey fan. <laughs> yeah, Blue Jackets make it tough on me sometimes. But uh, I don't think I don't think that I've missed a game in franchise history. They started, I think, 2000, 2001. I think that somehow, some way, I've watched every game on. Now, we have a social media blackout on game days because I don't want to know anything. I DVR them, and then after the races, I go home and I watch them like they're live and yell at the TV like they can hear me. So, You're just like my uh, son-in-law. You know, I watch the show live, and I race or something live. You, you don't tell how it's in because they DVR everything. Uh, favorite food? Pizza. With a body like this, it's got to be pizza, right? Dayton is known for various pizza. Are you in my uh, ballpark with my number one choice? Uh, that's going to that's gonna be third. 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 First is going to be Cassano's, and then second is going to be Hometown, Don's Pizza Palace, and then Marion's. Cassano's has been here forever, it seems like. Yeah, that's the that's a weakness. I could uh, blow a whole diet on. <laughs> if if I ever went on a diet, I could blow one on a Casano's pizza. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.